Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Self-Published Success, a show that highlights forward-thinking self-publishing processes to give you the head start you desire on your authorship journey. My name is John Feldman, founder of Visionary Literary, and in today's episode, I want to discuss how and why to use other people's stories inside your book. This episode is geared toward the nonfiction author, but listen up, fiction authors, because you can use collaborative strategies in your marketing efforts. And the outreach methods discussed here will help ensure that you fight the crowd and stand out when you are reaching out to those collaborative partners. But first, a message from this episode's sponsor, thepowerpitch.co. While we at Self-Published Success only interview authors, there are nearly 4 million other podcasts in existence and they crave quality guests. The problem is that their desired guests don't pitch them properly. Why? Because they don't know how. If you are looking to grab the attention of podcast hosts and get booked on the top 2% of shows, you cannot send bland copy and paste emails. You need to stand out. And the Power Pitch shows you how. Adrian Moreno, founder of the Power Pitch, developed a proven strategy to get you booked on the top shows in any industry. And it works. Believe me, I know because I took this course and it got me booked on shows with tens of thousands of monthly downloads. In fact, I just was informed that one of the shows crossed 1 million downloads as of last week. Adrian's process is guaranteed to get you booked on 52 shows in the next 12 months. Even better, he's offering listeners of self-published success a $200 discount on his innovative process. To get started, go to thepowerpitch.co backslash visionary. And to get that $200 discount, enter promo code visionary at checkout. Your business, your brand, your book, and your future revenue will thank you. Now back to today's topic. On Friday's upcoming episode, we speak with Dr. Kevin Gazzara, the author of Ready, Set, Get Hired. In his book, he discusses ways to connect with potential employers in ways that others aren't willing to do or don't know how to do. So naturally, in this episode, we start talking about ways that networking in the same manner can help your book. And we get into adding other stories inside of your book and ways in which that this process helps you, the author. Before getting into the process and how to go about doing this, let's talk benefits. First, using other stories allows you to tap into their audience. This is a great way to reach new potential readers and followers without being salesy or desperate. We've all been on Twitter or other social networks and seen blasts of book covers and buy here 99 cents, but there are so many that it's very tough to get people. If you're an unknown author, it's very tough to get people to read your book. So having other people tap into their networks, people who trust them already to point them toward your book will give you much greater chances of securing a sale and a new reader in the process. The second benefit is that stories can help help to, to beef up your book. If you are struggling to hit a specific word count or you feel you're being repetitive, you feel like you have a lot of fluff inside of your book, adding stories of other people can help to put good filler content in there and not 
not have a short book and then also not have a, a long, daunting book that people are getting bored with because you keep, again, being repetitive or just adding fluff in there just to pad the word count. The third benefit is they establish credibility for you as an author, these uh, stories. So you as an author, we've all read it. If you're a nonfiction reader, you've certainly read many books where there are story after story after story of different people, basically their case studies throughout the book. And when you read something like that, you your, your mind, you immediately think that, wow, the author of this book has worked with a ton of people. And they might not have worked with all those people. So all those stories are coming from the author and they've had these conversations with the person who, whose story it is, but that doesn't necessarily mean they've worked with them. So as, as we'll say in the processes that come up after we discuss benefits, you too, whether you have worked with one client, 10, 100, you can still write the same sort of book. If you're lacking stories, you can still find them and help to establish your credibility to the reader as they read through your book. And then finally, stories stick with people more than written processes. They are memorable and can help your book stand out in a crowded market. So there, there are many books on this topic alone. Um, stories That Stick by Kendra Hill, Kendra Hall. Uh, Made to Stick by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. There's Contagious by Jonah Berger, I think it is. There are many books just on the psychology of stories and storytelling and how how storytelling just sticks more. So I'll give an example is actually inside of Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. And it's the the story of the, the boy who cried wolf. So we all remember, we all know the boy who cried wolf. We know that story. And basically it's just telling you not to lie. Like you tell little kids or young children not to lie, but telling them don't lie is one thing. Telling them a story about the boy who cried wolf is something that will be memorable. It's a story. They remember it much more than simply saying, don't lie. So that's just one example of the many inside the three books that I just listed. But stories, they really do stick. So having stories inside of your book, the more stories, uh, the better. Okay, so the four processes. Number one, again, using other people's stories to tap into their audience. Number two, beef up your word count using other people's stories. Number three, establish credibility by showing the reader that you have all these connections. And number four is that stories stick inside of a reader's brain. So now let's talk about the benefits. If the benefits sound promising, let's, I mean, it, it obviously sounds more promising than writing your book on your own doing the research, putting processes in your book, and then spending a bunch of ad money, or as I was mentioning a little bit ago, you know, blasting out to your social uh, social channels and using hashtags and sort of antiquated strategies. This process is much easier. So let's talk about the actual process of making this happen. And the first step in making this happen is to use other people's stories, research them. Basically, go out and find these stories so that people may not be in your network. If you do have a vast network, reach out to them. Ask them if they have, say, hey, I'm writing a book on this topic. Does anyone have specific stories? Or 
others at their network who have stories. You can ask the people that you already know, tap into what you know already. If not, there is an entire internet out there full of stories, whether they come in books or blogs or YouTube videos, so many different ways in which you can reach out and find people who have stories inside of the area in which you're writing. So look for articles they've written, videos they've created. And then once you've done that, once you find the people and the stories that you want to include in your book, reach out to that person. So for example, if it's an article, most most articles have the author, a link to the author at the top or the bottom of the article. And it usually has some social channels or where to find out and reach them. If not, just do a simple Google search for that author after and reach out either email or direct message on social media or some other way that you can reach out to them. And first, thank them for their content, right? So we all like to be flattered a little bit, use that flattery and say, thank you that this article really stuck with me. And then ask for permission to use not the article itself, but the story, the content. Ask if you can summarize this idea and use it inside of a book you're writing. So then give them a little bit more context about the book and about you. Uh, my name is so-and-so. I'm writing a book on XYZ topic, and this would fit perfectly inside. It would really help the readers to drive home the point that I'm trying to make. Would it be okay if I use this story inside of the book? So that's it. Again, flattery, introduce them to yourself, the idea of your book, and how their work fits into your book, how it's beneficial for, for you. Also, tell them how it's beneficial to them as well. So instead of saying, hey, can I use this? You can say, hey, like I, when you introduce yourself, introduce the maybe a little glimpse into the marketing strategy that you have or readers that you already have, if you have a vast network already, because again, they, so one of the benefits that we have as the author is tapping into their network. But they also have the benefit of tapping into our network. So that could help them as well. If you have a large network, make sure you say that in your initial message too. After you you send them that initial message, what you should do is at the end of that email or direct message, whatever it is, give them a link or the option to say, hey, do, do you want to talk about it? Do you want to schedule a 15-minute Zoom call? I know we we all cringe at that idea if anyone is on LinkedIn and has a VP or C-level title. I'm sure you get messages all the time about, you know, let's jump on a quick call. And it's, again, it's a sort of cringeworthy at this point. But if you're reaching out in this more, you know, casual, direct manner, just ask them, hey, completely up to you, but I'm more than happy to have a video chat so we can meet face-to-face -face and, you know, to to have them gain a level of trust in you because if they don't know you and you want to use their content, that may be something that it may be a story that's close to their heart, close to their business, something they may be a little hesitant to let go of. So if you offer that ability to have that one-on-one -on -one call with them, it, it could really do wonders for, again, building that trust and just having that personal interaction. Next is something that it's hit or miss. Uh, I've kind of heard both sides of the spectrum on this. So it comes to writing a draft for them. 
So you can offer to write up a draft of, of their story, summarize the article, for instance, that you found online and put it in a manner that you plan on using inside of your book. So for me, I've, I've done this and I have never really had any, I've never really had any kickback, but I've heard that others have. So again, if, if we're talking about these stories that are close to the author, to the person that you're reaching out to, they may be something they want complete control over. So they, maybe they want to write up the piece. They don't want you trying to summarize or write up the piece. So this is up to you if you want to say, hey, you know, we'll write up a draft for you. Or if you you don't, it's can kind of go either way. I would I would recommend saying that just offering it. If you want, we'll write up a draft for you. If you prefer to write it, that's great. We'll have one of our editors look at it so that you don't have to strain yourself writing too much. And then you'll obviously we'll have our editor look at it, send it back to you. You have final say. So that last piece right there is very important. Let that person know that they have final say on the story and what's going to be included so that they don't feel nervous about sending you something and then you'll just go switch it up. And when the book is printed, then they will be satisfied with the story. So first step in the process, first step is looking up the ideal candidate for you know, your storytelling inside of your book, research experts in your field, see what they've written. Next is to reach out to them, thank them for their content, flatter them a bit, and then ask to use permission in their book, offer a video chat to talk to them, and then also offer to write up a draft to make the process as simple for them as possible. So in conclusion, using other people's stories can be a powerful way to engage your readers, establish credibility, and expand your network. By as, as we discussed in the benefits, there are many, many benefits to this. I'm sure there are more as you go on and, and implement these processes. I'm sure you will find benefits to you and your book as well that go outside of what we've discussed here. But finding those right stories and using them effectively in your book, we've seen it. If you again, if you're a nonfiction writer, you've you've seen it many times, and you can be one of the authors. You don't need a large network. You can be an author that has stories inside of your book as well. As always, thank you for listening. And don't forget to utilize the free mode roadmap that we've created for you. It's for you, the aspiring author, to find success in your authorship journey. Go to visionaryliterary.com backslash free book to get started today. And if you want to utilize the free course that we have, how to sell your book before you write the first word. Scroll down to the bottom of that page when you go to the free book link and you can get started on that 14 lesson, 90 minute free course. Thanks again and we will see you on Friday.